Welcome to the Heathen's Guide to Life, a show with this opinionated jerk and his little brother. Give our take on how to live your best life. I am Katab. What's up, world? I'm Kayla Sean. Thank you for tuning in. You are in for such an interesting ride today. The word heathen in this universe called the Heathen's Guide to Life is actually an endearing term. A heathen is someone who lives their life unapologetically according to a belief system and a code of conduct that works for and makes sense to them, irrespective of what others might think or feel. Yes, and make sure you check us out on our website, theheathensguide.com, for your one-stop shop for all things heathen. You can find a full archive of our shows as well as our full line of t-shirts and sweatshirts. The titles are Heathen, Our Signature Shirt, Curate your squad, live unapologetically, love unapologetically, and my brother's favorite, fuckboys will be fuckboys. You can also connect with us on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. So search for The Heathen's Guide to Life and follow and subscribe. And while you're at it, leave a comment and share with your network. All that being said, Marmy, hi. Hi, bro. How was your week? It was good. I was missing you. Whatever. I haven't seen you in like uh, two weeks, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Uh, my week was good. Very, very creative. I've been, you know, writing poetry. You know, nice sucky poems about love. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so one day I will treat you guys to a poem. Um, what else have I been doing? You know, just like working, enjoying life. How about you? How's your celibacy going? It's over. Thank God. It's over. Thank and God. I, I, I am so happy that I shared that journey with everyone because... A lot of you guys got to talk shit about me, mm-hmm. you know, at my expense. And, you know, some of you were saying that it was selfish for me to do that while having a partner. And I've been reflecting on that. And I think, yeah, you're right. It was selfish. So all you got to do is admit that. It was really selfish. And I would implore anyone listening to be selfish when it's possible. Because sometimes you got to do shit ooh, for you. Ooh. Okay? okay. Enough of you. Ow, I- <laughs> How are you? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, this week I won't spend judging you. Thank you. Because I did all I, I did I did, did all that, that I did last time. <laughs> I have missed you, Marmy. I've missed you too. This is really a like, time. I feel for like us. we've been gone for like weeks, and we only took a week off. Um. Anyway, I had a I had a, I'm in a you know I'm in a really constant state of like thanks and love, and I'm like vibrating really high right now. Um. I can't tell. Oh, <laughs> I can still be shady now. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but I'm in such a great space. Nice. Um, you are glowing a little bit. I have good skin. <laughs> so <laughs> carry on. But on a but on a real note. So um, uh, one thing I'll say is that I saw the 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 Tyler Perry Medea farewell oh, play. How was that? It was so just like all Tyler Perry stuff. It was wonderfully bad. Okay. Um, I loved it. What I love about Tyler Perry that I will always support, despite my, despite how much of an art snob I am, is um, he gets he gets he gets people who will otherwise not go to live performance to go to a live performance mm-hmm. at a major venue, mm-hmm. and the show has high production value and it starts on time. All right. So I appreciate that. Um, but it was good. It was stupid, but it was good. How it was, was good. Um, my boy? Blame it on Quay. He plays he, TT on. Yeah, he did. He was fun. He was, you know, it was very gaggy. Like, the, a lot of the stuff was playing to the audience and okay. like just gagging up. So it was, it was good. It was fun. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'll leave. I'll leave with that. I'm so excited that we have that that we're doing part two of our Ask a Gay series yeah. because we had such good feedback last time, <laughs> and um, this time we have a guest to join us. So let's jump right into our mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. Before we do that, Kamar, as always, you have anything else to say? As if I care. Oh, I was going to say something nice about you. I was going to say you actually do feel kind of light today, and I could see the high vibrations in you mm-hmm. until you threw me shade. <laughs> so I'm consistent. Hello. That's it. Okay. So this week on The Heathen's Guide to Life, we are going to continue to answer some of your questions. If you could ask a gay man or gay men anything, what yeah, would it be yeah. if you had no fear of judgment or offense to them? So this week, we are inviting one of my merry band of heathens, my friend of over 20 years, Isam Sharif, who is the host 
creator and producer of Gay Code. Mm-hmm. So he is, he, I can't think of any more appropriate person to ask to be here. So Isam. Oh, my mic is on. Your mic, mic is, is on. on. Surprise. <laughs> I was trying so hard to be quiet. I was just busting inside. I'm like, uh, Hi. And he's also a Janet Jackson fan. Oh my God. So I'm we a, always bond over Janet. You know what though? I'm not a fan. I'm family. Hello. Isam, Isam is the most, Isam knows everything about Janet. I do. Actually, all the Jacksons. Yeah. I do. And he's the biggest fan that I know. I'm yeah. like a I'm like a nobody compared to him. You're not. And I, <laughs> so you're I not. I'm not. I introduced Kamara to Janet Jackson when he was a child. Wow. Kamara likes Janet because of me. I don't know about I that, know but that. I can, sure. let's talk to you. Ask your mother. Oh, bitch, oh. you wanna talk about my mama? <laughs> my mama? Ask your mama. She'll tell you that I put you on to Janet Jackson. <laughs> Did okay? You? okay. Okay. All right. So anyway, enough of that. I'm gonna just jump right in, right into right into the questions. Um <sighs> All right. So mm. we we put them in order. Um, wait, wait. I have to do. A, I have to do a carve out. A I have to out. make an apology. Okay. One of our fans, Raya, um, oh. pointed out um, that I po- that when I posed the question on my Facebook and I said, "Ask us anything without judgment." Last week, at least one question that we answered, I I really was dismissive mm-hmm. of the person that asked the question, oh. and I was I called it stupid. So I want to apologize. Thank you, Raya, for um, shouting me out about that. I really like to be held accountable. And to the person who asked the question that I really shaded, I apologize. That was not the nature of it. I was kind of being like kitschy, but it did come off as me being just a jerk, and I apologize for that. So come on, right. growth. But to be fair, that was a toxic question. But still, I said ask it without being fear of judge, right? And I right, judged her, right? right? So, but she wouldn't that. expect less of you. True. <laughs> so let's jump right in. Oh, yeah. Kamar, you were saying something though. Um, I forgot. Well, all right. I'm going to just jump in. The first question, what do women look like to you? Like women? <laughs> exactly. Air. The hell? Who said? I think what she meant is like, what do we, what do you think about women when woman, you see what them? Do you, I see a beautiful, I see a being. I judge to see if she's pretty or not. I see what she's wearing. I just evaluate her. There, For me, there are some women that I'm like, oh shit, she's fucking fine. But mm-hmm. then I don't, I still don't want to fuck them usually. Um, I'm going to counter that. And I would say women to me, it's like it, you, there's two categories of women. You have like regular women, just have like regular men. And then you have those women that just make you go, oh. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. if you're in the same room with Beyonce or Janet or like your local bad bitch, like when they come into a room, they own it in such a way. And like you kind of look at them as kind of like artwork. You're just like, damn, like they're to be looked at, not touched. So mm-hmm. um, some women... I, I just I just like want I want to stare at them. That's all. So I mean I'm I guess I'm uh, the gayest of gay, and so like I look at the things that all gays look at. You know I'm like oh she's pretty oh you know whatever. But like for me it's more like what I feel from them. So there's like a certain kind of like aura and personality that I like from women, and it's usually like a more assertive, aggressive, strong, kind of independent kind of woman. And so those are usually the women that I gravitate towards. And then the ones who don't meet that, then I, I don't gravitate towards them. <laughs> I will say, I don't gravitate towards I don't gravitate towards anybody that I don't find attractive. I mean, for me, it's like, I think women I are in a separate, uh, <laughs> they're in a, they're like in a class of their own. Now, granted, I didn't know that women pooped until I was five. All right, let's move on to <laughs> the next question. I just thought they were too pretty to do that. But, um, yeah, women but are special. But before you even move, it's fair to say that there is a full spectrum of sexuality. And just because we're gay, we're not necessarily a 10 or nine that we might be looking at a woman and going, oh, I, we her. could fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd stuck a dick with her. Oh. You know oh. I mean? like, oh, I would do that. With okay. <laughs> all right. Next question. How much of a struggle is it to not eat all day if you think you might give up some ass? Oh, it's shit. never a struggle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Especially no. if you know the dick size before going into it. If you know what you're going into tonight, it's never a struggle. Mm. Honestly, it depends on um, the person you're fucking because some guys, it just doesn't matter. Um, you, listen, I've had guys say, listen, I want you to shit a little bit. Oh, wait, that's not where I was going. Oh, that's but, not where you're going? Okay. Oh. I was going with if he's the dick right, if, if the dick isn't big enough, he's not even going to hit all up, up in there. So it's like you're just getting like the little area that's already clean. Well, that's why I have to screen oh, my sh- company before they come. And if your dick is little, you're not getting invited over. Mm. And if you didn't get invited over, it's because your dick was little. I'm definitely not cleaning out for no little dick. You don't have to. <laughs> you <laughs> don't. <laughs> all right. 
Are people are people born gay or is it a choice? Oh, do we have all time? We don't have enough time. Let's that just let's so just layered. let's just real quick, real quick. I have a really short answer. Give that this. answer then. So when we're born, we aren't thinking about our actual like sexuality. We're just born. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think when um, you you just aren't thinking about who you want to fuck when you're when you're Hopefully born. You're not. But yeah. I think that your identity is shaped genetically, and um, I do think that. Being gay, you don't just arrive at being gay. You don't just make a declaration when you're when you're 17 and say I'm going to be gay. It was there all the time. Isam. Now, how much you develop, how much you you played into that, or was honest about it, or owned it, is a different story. But it's always there. I don't think we make the choice. If that's the real question, because I think that might be the real question, is that you choose to be gay, like you oh, yeah. you made that choice, so choose something else. I feel like people explore their sexuality and they find out what works for them. You know, like like a woman who tries anal for the first time, <laughs> she might like it, and if she likes it, she does it again. Like it's it's very different. It's not it's very layered when you talk about stuff like that. I've definitely seen little kids who were like two, and I go, oh, he's gonna be gay when he gets old. Right. He gets old. Right. Oh. Um, I don't know. I'll give me 30 seconds. Okay. No. So with that, I think some people choose to acknowledge if they're gay or not. Yes. Um, some people choose to live their lives as straight men, even though they're not. I so I think there's answer. a, there's a choice in that part. Um, the other but thing. But the choice is in owning the gay, not in actually being gay. Yeah, maybe. Um, and when it comes to, um, actually being gay, I think people are genetically exposed to be, um, either fluid or not fluid. And I think sometimes that fluidity can go into being gay. Sometimes it could just go into just being a, a guy that's into a lot of stuff. I think that's a fair. Th- those are those are fair answers. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Size queen or not? Yes. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a question? Yes. <laughs> that always creeps into every answer I give. Yes. Although a lot of people want that but cannot handle it when they get it, I don't like those people. So I don't like to take dick. So I don't care about the size of my bottom's penis. Really, I do love to say I love a big dick bottom. But I don't care. Why? Why you want that big old piece of meat just flapping around doing nothing? It's, it's a waste. It's conquering. It's a conquering thing. It's a waste. It's like a contrast. That Napoleon complex. Actually, that you got? no. I think I like when my bottom dick is bigger than mine because Why? I think it's because it's contrast. It's like you don't ever feel a way about his dick is bigger than yours. I don't have a small dick, so I don't really oh, care. Shit. All right. But if it's bigger than yours, that's fine. I can't let nobody fuck me whose dick isn't bigger than mine. Hey, I know that's right. And hey. that's why I need hey. a. That's why I'm a size queen. Oh, wait, okay. wait. Before okay. we move okay. on. I just want to say, I think for a lot of people, you equate uh, size with masculinity. So, like, it's Um, a letdown when you see a person with a big old dick and they're like a girl mm because girls don't have penises. And it's like, damn, I just I was expecting more of you. (laughs) All right. Um, (laughs) Are gay men attracted to straight men? (laughs) Oh, I hate this question. We're attracted to men. I'm gay. This, I like the same sex. So I know for me, I can not all gay. I'm just to clarify this that because we have a straight man in the room. Right. That doesn't mean that every man that walks into the room, I'm right. like, yes. So just like, just like I look at, I when I look at any person, I immediately assess their attractiveness mm-hmm. immediately. Me too. Um, that's everybody, yep. male, female, old, young, yep, everybody. Yep, yep. I immediately say, are you cute or not? I find that if. A man is straight. I'm not drawn to them, no matter how good they look. I might say, "Damn, he looks really good," but I'm not attracted. I'm not attracted attracted to them because there's no tie. There's no, I no. So I, I as a gay man, am not attracted to straight men. Um, for me, I like 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 you know these guys said, attracted to men who are attractive. Period. Now, for some people, I think when you're straight, there's like a stop right there. Like, okay that he's not on the market, whatever. Um, I don't have that stop. I think if you're fine, you're fine, and you should be expecting people to be attracted to you, whether if they're gay, straight, whatever. It's okay, he's an amateur. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> um, yeah, but but I, I do think, um, this is a little toxic, but I'm just gonna be real. I think everybody has the propensity to be a little bit gay. I think if they were born in a certain era, they might be a little gay. So sometimes I would come for those guys a little harder because I know what you can be, but you're scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like when people ask that question, what they're really what they're really getting at is, do we? You know, I always hear people say, "Are we trying to convert guys? Are we, are we going yes. after straight guys?" Thank but you. But I can't have a straight man 
if he's straight. He mm-hmm. gonna, it's not reciprocal. Yeah. No. <laughs> it work. Yeah. I mean, so if I'm doing anything with your man and you thought he was straight, then the reality is yeah. he's not straight. And people can't be converted. It's not like that. Unless they're in that, that era. Where Unless they're a whore <laughs> and <Yeah>. need attention. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I wish I had more time for that, but I'll just leave it there. Put it in the blog. Yeah. Okay. Under what circumstance would a gay man be willing to be in a relationship with a loosely straight woman, a, a loosely straight woman, if she knew how to wield a strap on? Uh-uh, the I'm, answer is none. Yeah, I don't none. I'm not sure if I understand that question. What she's saying basically is, what she's saying is, can we be with the woman um, if the woman is willing to fuck us? So, thing is, I'm a man that likes men. Yeah. I don't want to be in a relationship with the woman. Word. I don't care what she's doing. I don't care how booked she is, how booked she is. I don't care if she can, I don't even, if she wants to strap on, if she wants to peg me, none of that. I don't want to be with the woman. That's so funny to me that you said it because you keep sleeping with women. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, why do you Thank do you. that if you don't want to just because you don't I have, conquer them too? Just because I've slept with women recently doesn't mean that I want to be with them. Recently? You've been doing it for years. I have honey. not. Yes, you have. I'm thinking you slept with at least one woman in college. Uh, we didn't go all the way. Let's see. I still don't want to be with them. No. <laughs> I don't want to be in a relationship with them. But I had, but, but those women that I had sex with recently, I was drawn to them because it was them. But I'm just not into, in general, I'm not into women. Um, so for me, I've had guys that I see walking down the street, I'm like, damn, he's sexy. And then I find out it's a girl and all that goes out the window. If it's an AG that looks a little manly, I'm Ooh. like, yuck. But before I knew, they were sexy. There are a couple of there are a couple of women that I know. A couple. Let me tell you something. AGs are sexy, but no, it's not like I want them. I certainly have a couple of lesbian crushes that their Mm. swag just makes their swag is like, damn, I Mm. I will I will I I could consider this. So I have a confession. Go. There's there's a young lady with a woman. Well, yeah, I've done that, but um, there's this young lady who I like. Mm -hmm. All right, don't be confused. Right, (laughs) I like her. (laughs) I'm drawn to her. And she's expressed to me in the past she has strapped on for other guys. Oh, right. Oh, and so, you know, I used to tease her because every time we would go out, I would like, you know, you're not fucking me, right? Like, <laughs> I have no interest in you fucking me. Like, if I'm going to do anything with you, it would be my dick, not a purple dick. Like, oh. and then, if you, and then you have you seen those strap-ons? They're like purple, red. Who wants? Oh, to... they, they don't. They're not like real. They, they no. look like real penises. Yeah, I, the joy in me is like making a dick come and yeah. things coming out of it, and the way right. it throbs. Oh, yeah. Like there's nothing part. coming out of a plastic. Dick. Okay. Sorry, and they on. don't get hot. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> um, does the bottom have an anal orgasm and a penal orgasm during sex? Oh, bitch. Does the top? You guys, cool. I, I don't have a dick. Stop claiming top, bitch. <laughs> I'm not just I'm I'm first top. <laughs> okay, so that means that ain't just for us to answer. I don't I've he just knows a... I got a good answer for no, that. No, I, okay. I, I I don't I don't get off on taking dick like that. So I've never so had stop an taking orgasm. dick. Oh okay. I'm just gonna answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> that is an easy solution. You know, if you don't like it, don't do it. Okay. But you can't seem but to I'm stop a, doing but it. But I'm not a selfish lover. Okay. okay. Well, uh I the answer is yes. I, I used to think it was a myth. That there was an anal orgasm. Um, I, I always thought it was like, you know, I don't know, leftover lube or something. But actually, it's a thing. Like, it's, it's something about the way the penis hits the prostate. Mm-hmm. If it hits it at a certain angle, it makes like this mucus come out. It has a certain aroma to it. Yeah, and it, and it feels really, really good. What does it feel like? It feels like um like a gush. Like a slight little gush. Oh, so gush. you mean you like you're creaming? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So when you see that happening on porn, it's really, it, they're coming out there. No, so, 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 I think at times it's just lotion. It could be that too. Right? Don't you feel like it's a prop? Yes, it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, I always thought it was a prop, but like after, like, you know, yeah, after it happened to me, I was like, oh, that's what that was. So, and it does feel good. It doesn't feel like an orgasm, but there's a feeling attached to the release. Listen, I can't stop touching my dick when I'm getting fucked. So I mean, I don't know. You so never. I, I've, so you've never uh, do. Uh, you never. You've never been fucked and came while you were getting fucked. I ain't without back touching there. yourself. I don't know. I've never. I've oh, never. Yeah. I've never even asked someone if it's happening. So you so, wouldn't know. I know. So subplot to that question. Mm-hmm. Um, can you have an anal orgasm and penal orgasm at the same time? Uh, yeah. You've you had that before? Can. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
Come on, Bob. Um, but it's but it's because it's like one of those internal things, like where you're like I, I've never had the penis ejaculate while I was having sex Wait, and have it happen. Whose penis? Mine. You've never you've never been you had a man sloshing around in you and then you nut it as no, a No, I have, but I haven't had that happen while it happened through the back too. Did you peel oh, yourself you before don't... too? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> he has. I heard that happen too for you gushers. Oh, no, I'm not that. not a gusher. But yeah, you can you can you can get the the feeling, the feeling of an orgasm in both ways. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it can happen. I will say one time, only one time, I was fucking this dude, and then he nutted while I was fucking. He didn't touch himself at all, and I felt like a king. Yeah. I felt like I made a major accomplishment. I just haven't learned how to master that in my stroke. You sure he wasn't like just rubbing his dick on the sheets? No, I'm sure. Because right. that I'm would sure. do it too. I know. All, I all bet. my tops are failures then because yeah. I don't think they've even. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Can we just check in with our resident straight man? Uh, are you okay here? You good? Yeah, right. right. he'll be okay. <laughs> he knew he, he. We warned him. We did what? Into our, yeah, our engineer is a straight all right, man. We're gonna keep on the on this sex thing um, yeah. with the. With the <laughs> um. Uh, how does the bottom actually get off? I mean, Ooh, wait, yeah. wait. I gotta read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. How does the bottom actually get off? I mean, like the biology of it, though. <laughs> Penises generally need to be stroked to ejaculate, right? But gay sex for a bottom doesn't seem to offer that type of direct Why stimulation. Not? Please advise. Who said it's a woman? A woman. Yeah. Okay, so listen, sister. Yes. So it's my dick, so that means I can touch it. He can touch it. So, like, I mean, it really boils down to how you like to be pleased. And when you know how you like to be pleased, then you get off. So, if I get off by pleasing someone, then I'm completely satisfied by making sure that he's good. Sometimes I don't even need to, like, jerk off or come to to get off and be happy and, mm-hmm. and love my experience. If, if he's happy and I did my job, I feel really, really good. But what I get from that question really is the biology. Is the biology. I can it. explain that. Women don't have the benefit. Oh. You do well. I touched on this a little bit last week when we were talking about the celibacy thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, honestly, when it comes to masturbating, I enjoy masturbating so much that sometimes I don't even need a nigga, I can just like love myself. Amen. Now, the thing is, with that biology, biology wise, I think the bottom gets off by masturbating most of the time, like they get pleasure from the back, but like the actual coming happens from jerking off on your own dick. There are exceptions to that. People that just get off, like they feel like a dry orgasm from getting fucked. I'm not one of those people. I've had it happen before, but um, it's mostly just, you know, playing with yourself. I think so. A lot of the men that I that I have sex with or have had sex with don't even jerk off while I'm fucking them. So they're getting off on the feeling of being penetrated. They're getting off on their prostate being stimulated by dick. So. Uh, not every, not every, not every, not every bottom is getting off on jerking himself while, like while he's being fucked. The, there, there is pleasure. There is pleasure. Hey, I think to Isan's point, there is a lot of pleasure in knowing that they're pleasing their partner, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also physical pleasure in getting your prostate stimulated. Women don't understand that because they don't have a prostate. So, women, um, it's about so to answer the question biologically to, for a lot of men. Um, the act of getting your prostate stimulated, which happens during anal penetration, is what gets the bottom off. Um, not all. I mean, we all have different some, ways. I mean, honestly, if that the penis has to be big enough to reach the prostate, first of all. Mm. So if you're fucking somebody with a small dick, you can still enjoy it just because of like what Isam said, just the idea of pleasing another man. Right. Um, but yeah, if they could reach the prostate and if they know how to hit it at that angle, sure. But I think it's really just about just what you enjoy. Yeah. And even the bottoms that you're fucking, they're probably going home and jerking off. True. I don't care about I, I probably can guarantee the I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, you skipped the few you're not questions. Doing my, your ego, job, my ego, my ego was not tied to this at all. <laughs> I think you skipped the question I too. I, it, it was intentional. I was keeping. I was keeping a certain line going. The producer in you. Um, <laughs> do you get diarrhea after fisting? Whoa. Well, first of all, ain't nobody fisting me. Goddamn. Hello. Whoa. Okay. It would be more of a problem if you get diarrhea before fisting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm always, I'm always amazed when I see. Well, I don't look, I don't want you thinking I look at videos of fisting. When I, I come love, up, fist- I do. Wait, Ew. I love fisting it's porn. Hot. Oh, well, I mean, you have experience with fisting, so I'm has gonna anybody get to it. On I'm your going, hand? I was gonna get to that. Oh, you oh, were answering oh. it. 
Yeah, I don't have an answer. I don't get fisted. Well, I, well then, I, as I'm so happy dumb. he's open about the fact that he fists people. As the person, oh, wait, but you do too. No, no, I've never. Uh, no, I mean, that was somebody else. I confused <laughs> with somebody else. Sorry. As the person, on, as the person on this panel who has who has fisted somebody on more than one occasion, um, I found that he snapped right back. And there was no diarrhea. Now, and when, when y'all had that third person, was he? Were y'all double fisting? Oh, no, shit. I never. Wait, 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 I got that tea last two weeks ago, and I was like, "Man, both of y'all was done with it." Wait, no, you're com- you 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 no, are, I'm not. You are conflating my stories. I didn't know. I never that. had a threesome with the guy that I fisted. Oh, also, maybe they did it individually. Oops. Oh, <laughs> shit. Ooh, shut up. You wait, know, like, so all it right, was the same off, guy off, involved in two separate fists. Wait, so offline we gotta talk about that. So I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what you're talking about. I made it out. I'm just joking. It's all just right. offered. Anyway, oh, I'm sure. So sure. The act of diet. So the act of fisting. <laughs> the act of fisting does not necessarily. <laughs> the act of fisting does not necessarily induce um, diarrhea or loose bowels or anything like that. I mean, but aren't you kind of like touching the bowel area? I, I mean, I've the person that I fisted wasn't like a fisting pig, so I only only oh got I only got wrist He's deep. Not? I only I only oh, got shit. I only I think got you know this bottom. I only got wrist deep, right? Only so, you say only wrist deep like that's oh that's just a well, some people go into the elbow. No, <laughs> but so I'm saying I only got wrist deep for the, the elbow for Hell the yeah. no but for the real like the real like lifestyle fisters but for the real like lifestyle fisters <laughs> some of them can take a whole arm. Yeah, I have seen fisting porn where the motherfucker got all the way in yeah. all the way got to the shoulder. I am I not a ventriloquist puppet. <laughs> I don't like, like, like biologically, like, where's the hand going to your throat? Like, your what heart. the hell? <laughs> we gotta move on. All right. Um, someone asks, is tucking painful? I don't know. I've never done it. First of all, just because we gay, why we gotta be tucking? We are tucking? Wait a minute. <laughs> Listen, they asked the questions. Right. Who said it? A woman? Let's they just, all are women. Let's Most just, of them are. Let's just answer the question. The answer Maybe. is no. I, actually, the answer is I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know. I've never tugged. Okay, I have no reason let's, to tug. I don't do drag on Tuesdays. Let's oh, move on. Shit. Let's move on. Um, um, <laughs> how long does it take for the anus to snap back in place after sex? Now, see, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> Try it and let us Listen, know. I don't know. <laughs> I have um some some older mentors who are in the life, and I always ask them like after years of fucking, like does it lose its shape? Because that's my biggest fear, and that's why I ration out my fucks. Because I'm not trying to fuck so dead, much. Dead, dead. I'm not trying dead, to fuck so much that my dead, shit gets sloppy. Dead. I think it's a better treat dead. for you to get it less, but to always have it tight. So this question actually could be one of my questions. I don't know. You <laughs> well, do, you, do you feel tight? <laughs> I feel tight because I don't do it a lot. But if you do. Well, you know what? Because somebody always said you like big dick so much. Like, I think you told me my hole looked funny one time. <gasps> How did you see his hole? We're good friends. I've seen him. <laughs> I mean, everybody's and seen Sam's butt, but the hole? And, and just to correct I showed him an updated picture. He said, oh, okay. It looks tight. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Were you like, wait, wait, wait. Please tell me it was like a situation where you were at the nude beach and no, you bent was, over. No, and I, was, was going through no my phone. I was going through his phone and I saw his pictures and stuff. Oh, and it had video. Yeah. And I'm like, go ahead. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but like, <laughs> I believe in sharing nudity with my guys. Friends. Can it's do okay. kegels as well. Just a heads up, you yeah, can do kegels um, for your booty hole. Honestly, I would. Do, it's a booty hole. It's a booty hole, and I don't. I don't think it has the right type of snapback that a coochie would. But I, I, mm. I'd exercise a little kegel. After I am. I'm going to totally redirect the energy of uh, yes, please. Of this. Wait, wait. But to be <laughs> fair, a lot of people like a little loose booty. Sometimes it's attractive. Well, I guess if you want to get fisted, a loose booty helps. Yeah. I don't want to get yeah. fisted. Okay. This question actually came from, um, I won't say. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Say it. What role does being molested play in being gay? Oh, my goodness. I've never been molested. Me neither. Have First you? of all, both of y'all have, and you just ain't claiming it. I was not molested. <laughs> I think when you have sex with someone who is um, an adult and you're a child... Being There's... 16 does not make me a child. I was oh, wait, fully. I forgot. Yes. My... Didn't he have that grown ass man? My was sexual identity fun. was formed enough that I wasn't being influenced by that by that experience. And Just... I still stand by 20 something years later that I was not molested. Just because he got in your head enough to make you think it was okay. Stop. That's not me. That you were okay. He convinced you. Because that that's what a good molester does. Predator. They make you. They make you, know you think. What? 
Mm-hmm. They get into your mind enough to make you think that the shit they doing is right, but I it's rebuke, not. I rebuke y'all. Is that man still alive? Yes, he lives in Georgia. Oh, still okay. raping. Oh, <gasps> come on. I'm just. Did you sh- age out of that relationship? <laughs> shit, right? Oh, you're 17 now. You're too old. Come on. <laughs> Welcome to Neverland. So I also. <laughs> Shit. Oh my god. So just so you know, I also I also had relationships with him in my twenties. Oh. Okay. When I was a when I was fully of age and fully Was he into it? Yes. Oh. No, you were still younger than him, so Oh my god. I was like twenty-three. Um so to answer the question, I think it can play a role. I know people personally who they hadn't had their sexual identity their sexual identity had not been formed yet by when they were molested. And they turned out to be gay. It could be a coincidence. But for that person that I'm thinking of, they were not sure mm. before they got molested. After they were molested, they were sure. My opinion of that, my opinion of that is um, molesters are incredibly perceptive and manipulative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that they I think that they go after an e- they go after an easy target mm-hmm. and they're able to identify an easy target. And exactly. I think that the, that the, that um men or whoever that molests children they know what they're they know who's going to be who's going to um who they can target mm-hmm. right so i think that oftentimes what happens is i don't think that the act of that the act of molestation converts the child into being gay i think they were already exhibiting signs of being gay mm-hmm. like anyway and that's what made the molester feel like that was an easy mark mm-hmm. or because it's either they are Recognizing that or recognizing that a child is mild mannered mm-hmm. or sensitive to something that they can possibly get over and molest and abuse them in that way without it being, you know, mentioned. And so like a lot of times those adults grow up who aren't gay questioning their sexuality. They always do. And so you're either gay or you don't so molesting doesn't make you gay at all. Right. But for the same person that I'm thinking of they said they always kind of wondered if they would still be gay mm-hmm. if that never happened to them. I bet. And they yeah. will never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So it's almost like the chicken or the egg thing, which one came first. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell, but I do think um, predators do know who to go after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, is it common for gay men? So we kind of touched on this earlier, but a person actually asked this question. Is it common for gay men to still be attracted to the female form, even if they don't want to have sex with the woman? Or are the looks a form of, a form of envy? Mm. <laughs> what do you mean of envy? <laughs> so I think that no, I don't think I think that's a genuine question. Like, I'll really? say from my experience, um, I and I am attracted to the female form of some women, um, even if I don't want to have sex with them. I'm still like drawn to their form, oh. right? Shut up. Um, Shocker. But right. I do think, but I do think that there are some gay men that resent women. So they see a woman and either they feel threatened or they feel some kind of wow about her. Are they gay men really? or are they men that have the propensity to be like trans? Because I, I don't see why that. I don't see why a man would ever envy a woman. Exactly. Like but that's like, but that that's like the old school belief that people believe that gay men want to be women. Yeah, and that's that's the part when I was like, you know, no shade, but I think that part was toxic because oh, gay men okay. don't naturally have an inclination to be women or to like envy them. But how like many, it's so but separate. But how many times have we seen like men like just inherently hate on women? Like it like, maybe we haven't. I haven't I seen haven't. it. Unless I think, it's we, men I think that we always lift them up. Yeah, unless it's I men that enjoy dressing in drag yeah. or something like that. But um, yeah. or, they, or they have trauma from women, and yeah. so therefore it plays itself out, and it has nothing to do with our sexuality. Mm. Now I could see a woman being a threat in a circle where you have like you know regular gay guys, and then there's like a super flamboyant one, and they're just always like they they're used to getting that feminine energy, mm-hmm. and then a woman comes along and is like oh real fish, and then like you forget about <laughs> your resident you know hag. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to go there, but yeah, you kind of forget <laughs> about him. So sometimes the women can steal the shine a little mm-hmm. bit. Because we do go crazy for a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. When a good-looking woman come in, we're like all over them. Like, oh my god! And that's why some girls like hanging around gay men because we, we give adore, them life. We adore, we adore them. Cheerleader. We adore <laughs> yes. them. We wanna, yeah. yeah. Um, good question. Good question. Yeah. Um, aren't some stereotypes true? Like, is she <laughs> terrible? Like, I feel gay men are clean, have excellent hygiene, are neat, handsome. So, touch on how much of the stereotypes do we think are actually true? Wait, first. Everybody give a stereotype that you just think is true. 
Which one? All gay men are fashionable. Oh, lies. The baby. All gay, all gay men are pretty and neat and have excellent hygiene. <laughs> lies. Lies. <laughs> lies. I mean, the one that I always hear that, that I've heard growing up was that gay men were predators or molesters. Oh, and that's the one goodness. that drives me insane. Yeah, that's really Because really it's not true. Well, I think, um, I don't know if this is a stereotype, but I think most gay men that I know are creative. I know a whole lot. Um, I know that some I think, ain't. I think we all. I think we all know people that that embody the stereotype. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gay. I'm well dressed. Mm-hmm. I know how to like make women more feminine. Yeah. I know how to. Yeah. I'm clean usually. <laughs> we all got a diva. Right. That we love. Right. Yes. We love a good bag. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that there's some I think like with all stereotypes, they're rooted in some kind of truth and yeah. that there are people that embody them, but it's not across the board. Like yeah. all like like all black men don't have large penises. No. And we don't all like chicken. And we don't all like chicken or watermelon. Yeah. I don't know, baby. We the watermelon is my weakness. That's you. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> watermelon summer. Okay. I like watermelon. Um, when do you know you're gay? And I mean oh. you in a general way. I think it's a genuine question. Like she's, I th- what I get from this question is kind of we talked about it in our, in our coming out stories yeah, last time. Yeah. But I think um, I'm, I'll just say I'll just say that it's it, there's 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 no way there's no one way to answer this question because we all have such different experiences mm-hmm. on coming into our gay identity and for some it was there early on and we and we um embraced it our families embraced it and encouraged it and let us be for some it takes a little longer to arrive at because of whatever kind of factors are in our environment or family or any of that so there's no one way yeah like, it took you forever like my moment was was in college in the mirror when i was looking at myself like nigga you are gay and I knew in high it school, and I didn't even know him. Can we please just touch on the connection between his coming out and you? Sure. Do we have time? No. Okay. Uh, Separate show. <laughs> um, well, I will just look at, I will keep it um, as a sexual identity thing, not gender-wise, because I think it can be separate. But sexually, I think most men know they're gay when they finally experience being with a woman, yeah. and nothing happens. Or I, when they think they want to be with a woman, and then it's like, uh, nah, I got it. I don't want it. One thing that definitely helped me understand that I was gay is that I kept trying to have sex with girls, and my dick wouldn't get hard. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I will pose this question that was that was not on that was not asked of us. Um, a friend of mine um, asked me this and said, um. Is your oh shit? Now, bitch, Amateur. you need to know better. You need to know better. Amateur. Oh shit! Now it's coming from all around the room. <laughs> well, he does have a question about yeah. um, something that's not on the list, but <laughs> sorry. The question mm-hmm. is: um, Is your a lot? Is your allegiance to being? Is your allegiance to your sexuality, or is your allegiance to your race? For you instance, asked it wrong. Which one comes first? For instance. Do you identify? Yes. Is are you black first or are you gay first? Yeah. In our case, are you black first or are you gay first? Yeah. In my case, I'm black first. Like my being gay is um, an aspect of my identity um, that I recognize and that I cherish and that I embrace. But um, it's not the first thing that I lead with. Mm. Um, clearly, I am black, mm-hmm. so I lead with that. Mm-hmm. What about um, for you, Islam? Um, I guess that the. I mean, I know what I would say, but I I feel like essentially it's what people, when they look at you, what they automatically go, oh, boom, that's a black man. They see that before they see your sexuality. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I guess because because my mom is Puerto Rican, a lot of people don't see black before yeah. they see that. So they start seeing other things. And I don't know. I don't, I, I, what about for you? Which I, one do you identify with first? Um, if you had to put both of them in your bio, which color. one would come first? Is it racial identity or is it sexual identity? Yeah. Racial identity. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I would say it's tough because both of them are. It's like you, you're othering me. Like I'm an I'm an other because of this. Mm-hmm. So oh. well, because you know by default, I think um, you know white is like the default a lot of times for a lot of things, and straight is like the default for a lot of things, and um, anything outside of that is like other. It's that's why they call it alternative lifestyle. That's why. I mean, I don't have to give you a history lesson. But it could be this. <laughs> but the thing is, the question can still be asked of a white person. Yes. Like, um, but I think 
For so like are white you person. like are you Italian first or are you gay first? Are you you know like is it whatever your I get what she's saying. It's not just relegated. It's not. It's not about otherizing you. It's about where in your identity do you lead with? Is it your sexual identity or some other part of your identity? Okay, so um, I don't know. That's a they're, fair. They're, 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 they're both so ingrained in me. It's like uh, I don't know. That's a fair question. Um, how do you negotiate? Who's the top or who's the bottom? <laughs> There's negotiating. There's no negotiating. You're either going to be a top or nothing at all. <laughs> for you <laughs> what it is is so when we meet each other when we meet each other we don't have tattoos on our forehead that say top bottom yeah. and also mannerisms don't indicate mannerisms aren't the main indicator no. of your of your preferred sexual sexual uh, <laughs> your preferred sexual yeah, yeah. position so it's a fair question to ask a person that doesn't know how that dynamic works how do you land how do you coexist how do you find out who's 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 doing what I'm, Go ahead. I'm I sorry. think it depends on the person. Like for Isam, he he mentioned like he's bottom, right? Mm -hmm. There is you, you're not interested. I think this question is more for people uh -huh. who are versatile. And if I you're verse, so. it's kind of like ugh. Like well, I don't know. It's like we like I want this, you want this, but like for most people, by default, they 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 kind of lean more to one side than the other. So it's kind of like an easy decision once you find out what they what they're into. But I think we're taking I think that we're taking our living it for granted for a person that doesn't know, right? So when you meet somebody, mm -hmm. you talking to somebody, do you ask that in the first five minutes of conversation? Do you lead with, hey, I'm Katab, I'm five four, I'm a verse top. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, I guess, like, I guess that kind the of person thing. who asked the question wouldn't know that a lot of us are meeting each other online on mm -hmm. apps that have all our stats listed that say top five ten. You know, dick sides, all that things is listed <laughs> yeah. sometimes. So like, unless we're meeting someone in person, it's just kind of like you just go with the flow. Or how about on apps? Ask. But but at the same time, there are apps like that people don't always indicate their um, their preferred position in the app, and then you meet because of whatever reason, mm -hmm. and then you and then you have to fucking you have to go you have to find all you have right, to look, figure it I'm out. Gonna, I'm gonna keep it real. Listen, it all comes down to masculinity. It for me, it's like if we both here and we both have it's like a sword fight. Whoever comes out as the more masculine one will end up. You oh, know, so you wait till you get in the bed to figure that out? No, I'm just saying. If 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 I met a person in the street, oh, I'm some masculine ass bottom. Me too. No, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about like you know if it was like 1990 and like oh. you know you just bumped into a person at the pier or something. Um, and if we both are feeling each other, I think it will come down to who outmans who, and then like maybe eventually. Oh. I mean, what other way so can we're, you possibly we're, decide? We're equating manhood. To, okay, that is problematic. I, I told you, I'm just gonna, I, I'm just gonna lay it that's out. Exactly, like good. I that's, don't. That's my truth. Like I'm not letting anybody <laughs> who I feel is um, more feminine than I am. Also, no fuck me. for you. No, but that's un you, until but until we get to that point where I'm just reciprocating. But in the beginning. I don't know. But that's your preference. Yeah. And that's fair. That's your yeah, preference. That's yeah. not across the board. Mm -mm. Um, and I don't want to lead with like, that's how we all, that's how we all like look at like masculine, that we don't tie masculine versus feminine versus top or bottom. They, they're so, I don't they're know. So, but like, I, I, I would, I would say that when we find a couple and you, you see one is more masculine, one is more feminine. And then you find out that the feminine one is fucking the, the masculine one. We all gag. Let's be real. Depends. Most of the time. Depends. It is a gagger. <laughs> it's a gagger. Like, you just kind of expect it to be that way. Yeah. So I think there are, like, um, exceptions to the rule. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. You saw anything else? That is it. All right. So, um, <laughs> wait, I have more questions. Yeah. Um, what are your feelings about gay culture, specifically gay black culture, slang, style, etc., being mainstream? Is it pride of being accepted or glorified, or do you want your credit or acknowledgement for starting the trend? <clears throat> mm. I'll be last with this one, y'all go. Okay, so I'll tell you what my problem is, right? And I think that in this day and age that the gay black man has become somewhat of a buffoon, caricature. a caricature of what we really are. And so when, I, when, when my show Gay Code is being pitched and sold, some of the commentary that comes back is, we need somebody to be a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why do we have to be a little bit more? Why do, when we see gay successful comedians everybody has to wear a wig mm -hmm. they have to be dressed like women in right. order to be validated as funny right it's like every time that we do something we have to be other than ourselves and yeah. that's why at least when i produced gay code i was like no i want to have regular funny people who are funny yeah. as, them, as their authentic selves mm -hmm. and that should be enough 
And with that, you still get a range of personalities. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think, Katab? Um, I think that um, uh, it's not cool things when how do I say whatever's cool always gets kind of appropriated right mm -hmm. it's not just mm -hmm. gay so now like a lot of like gay slang has become like lexicon of like popular culture mm -hmm. black stuff you know we've started all kind of style trends so like black people have started all kind of style trends slang trends music trends have that have become mainstream yeah. gay people have same thing style trends um, slang trends that have become mainstream so I don't feel I don't feel any kind of way about it it's the way that society works yeah. that the things that are cool usually the things that are counter to what the current popular culture is eventually becomes cool and then it becomes popular culture and then loses its coolness so what I find is that once any part of that we know is our kind of culture, gay or gay black or black, once it becomes mainstream, then by that time it's corny already. You move on. So the whole like, yes, yes queen, like mm -hmm. that's now so whack. But like that was when it was still ours and it was like not, <laughs> yeah. it was not mainstream. That's how we was talking, it was fun and mm -hmm. we created that. The, our 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 community created that, but once the once the once the popular culture got to it, now I look at that like with a side eye. If someone, like, the, if a straight person, woman, man, whoever says that, I give them the, I give them the side eye. Like you're so whack. Um, I don't give them the side eye because I think it's a, it's a part of just popular culture now. Yeah. So they're just being current. But I had the luxury of like coming of age when a lot of the stuff that's like cool now when it was still underground so like me and all my friends like we would say what's the tea you know or we're gagging or you know we all wore skinny jeans and shit and when straight guys started wearing skinny jeans and when you know straight girls started using the, the lingo it kind of lost its cool because for us the real thing was to be able to talk about a person and have them not even know what the hell you were talking about mm -hmm. because it's like a whole nother language you know mm -hmm. and that's why it was cool for us it was ours once it got appropriated it's like, I mean, some of it we still do because it's like, it's fundamental, mm -hmm. but we use it in a different way. We're not using it because we're trying to be like, we, we're, I don't know, like we're, we're not using it to be cool. We're using it because it's just functional. Yeah. Um, that was the last question on the list. Before we move on to the next part of our show, Isam, do you have any other questions that you want to that you want to pose and then have us answer? Well, yes, I'll ask one. It's, it's completely. Well, it's not. It's not sexual. In, it doesn't in matter. Okay, so I went to this um, to someone that I knew from work, and I was like, please explain to me gender non-conforming, because mm. every time I've met anyone who identified as gender non-conforming, and I'm sure people hear this now because there's a lot of pronouns, a lot of words that come out when people hear lgbtqia they're like what other letters are you going to add right yeah. when i heard anyone identifies that they always look like they were um the female is female <laughs> the <Yeah>. female <laughs> representation so i'm like well you are, you seem to be conforming to a gender and it's female you just have a mustache Ooh. so i didn't understand it and so i went to someone and asked them like can you please who was gender non-conforming can you please give me some clarification like tell me your experience and how you um began to identify as such mm -hmm. so what, what do you know of it nothing i don't i have so i admittedly um have issues with the progression of the community right now um i can't keep up right mm -hmm. so the gender non-conforming the um neutral pronouns like they them and mm -hmm. everything um are very difficult for me and i think like choose a fucking side um, you gotta, you gotta toxic. stop thinking like that. But that's what it toxic. is is, I recognize that I'm behind in that trend. Um, I think um, I believe, actually believe in categories. It's, it's the way that animals have always, as how we survive. We are still animals, although Word. although we are intelligent. So <laughs> I think that the reason why we use, why we have categories in all aspects of of um, the animal kingdom is that then you know how to negotiate like your place among um, those different categories. And I think that this movement towards not having categories, I call it social anarchy, actually, because now I don't even know how I don't I don't know how to negotiate my relationship with you because I don't know where you fall. Right. I might I might interact with the man different than a woman. Um, and now that all those lines being blurred, I think, disturbs how we interact with each other. 
um Mm. But that's again my perspective right now, and I'm not saying that it's that it's right or wrong. It's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also not educated because I think that now the conversations are happening so quickly, yeah. Um, and they're not, and they're happening among the community, and they're not. And that information, those, um, those like, those um, changes and those shifts aren't being communicated into into the larger culture. So there's a lag there. Um, I'm finally at a place where I can, I can see. Let's use it. I can see a man. Uh, I can see a person that was born male that still presents mostly as male, but identifies as a female. Now I'm comfortable and accepting. It's not hard to identify with them as a female. What is hard for me now is to do the whole. Um, is to do the whole like they them. I don't do well with the gender neutral pronouns. It's very very hard for me because I kind of I'm like what the fuck like. You got to be something, um, but that's my own limited perspective, and I own that it's a limited perspective. <laughs> yeah, um, for me, it's like it's weird. Sometimes a lot of this comes from a place of brokenness, and I always think that people who are gender nonconforming they 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 do that because the categories in some way has been a problem for them. Like the fact that they were being forced to be a woman or forced to wear a dress um, that was that that caused hurt for them that or they align with people who have been broken by that or who have been hurt by those categories like a lot of times they're like the, like out their allies of the community or whatever mm-hmm. um i just feel like um it's okay like it's totally fine there, it will never be the norm for people to be gender non-conforming i don't think we're going to a place of you know as you called it social anarchy i just think some people don't want to be put into a box and um most of the time it's because that box has harmed them in some way but you know still people have the default of something you know mm-hmm. i just i just think gender nonconforming one day will be the default as well no, you know no. it could be it really could be yeah nope. i feel like it's a i feel like gender nonconforming is a big fuck you to society yeah. like for whether whether you were taunted for your feminine qualities and traits mm-hmm. and so you go you know what i'm going to be my most feminine and i'm still going to have a beard mm-hmm. mustache and eyelashes. Then why can't you? Then why can't you say I'm a that I'm that I'm male? It's the fucking is it, part. Is it the, is it that being male then has a has a level of baggage that, that they want that they don't want to carry anymore? It's like, the fuck you. You can't mm-hmm. say fuck you to the culture or to the whole category and thing still and still like conform to it. Okay. It's like no, I'm not going to conform. I'm going to be what I want, and I'm going to make it in a way that you can't tell. Because you want to be able to look at me and put me in a box. No, I really do seek more education in that area because it's a area that's that's really progressing rapidly yeah. and yes. i'm not keeping up with it mm-hmm. um, do a show on part, it part of it is part, <laughs> Bring someone part of it is my own judgment about it which then le- which which then prevents me from wanting t- to learn more part of it is that really i just don't understand and i and i don't either have the reading material or a person in my life that can um educate me and kind of like manage my understanding of it well i'll Um, I'll direct people your way because we have to understand it because years ago that's what they were saying Mm -hmm. yeah you're right you're Mm -hmm. so right i get that i get that and i welcome it and that will be a future show um yeah so we come to the end of of our ask a gay part two yeah i want to thank isam for joining us thank you um we'll um (laughs) we'll plug we'll plug how to how to reach gay code at the end of the show isam's gonna stick around for the rest of our talking shit segment yeah um but wait before audio engineer do you have any other questions that we that you want to pose to us before we close out ask a gay ask a gay ask us gay something <laughs> he's pondering he looks okay. very pensive we'll give you to the end of the show all right <laughs> so with that being said thank you for tuning in and now let's talk some shit yeah this is the time of the show where kamar and i talk shit i mean we'll be wax poetic about the, about the various things <laughs> that that grind our gears so i'm gonna start talking shit about women that just insist on wearing bad fake hair I bought, I bought this up before but it yeah. really really bothers me that bitches like w- will rather uh. wear bad fake hair bad wigs plastic wigs all that rather than wear their own hair like yeah. is it that mm. bad and it's that is bad. it is it like do you really need to have some other hair that much that you don't mind ha- like looking like tacky looking like a doll baby like look with like matted nasty plastic oh, synthetic oh, hair oh. or weeds where i can see the fucking tracks and the glue <laughs> and and lace fronts where you have a circular hairline that nobody's hair grows like that and you still want to pull it back like you look stupid <gasps> do, 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 do. 
Shot okay, fired. Okay, 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 okay. Clearly, I like that one. That's a good one. Okay. And um, I remember we we spoke on this on season one, and I love that you're bringing that up because it's still a problem. Here we are, 20 episodes later, and it's still an issue. <laughs> Um, bitches just don't care about themselves. They I don't can't. care about the fact that they look a hot mess. Yeah. But because, you know, my inner sociologist just tells me they don't know they look a hot mess. They No one wants to look a hot mess on purpose. I think in their little crew, they're, they're, that's probably acceptable for the people that they're around. And I don't think that they have people around them to be like, girl. Why can I fit four fingers in your part? <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, why? Tacky already can't quite manage others, Tacky. Like like when people have like, when women have um, ridiculous amounts of, 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 of eyelashes and the glues yeah. are showing and it's nasty. Yeah. And they got a tarantula sitting on their eyelid. It's cute to them. They and think like, it's cute. I'm like, yo, you look dumb. That's where the gays have done them wrong, where they go, oh girl, you need to have the hair, you need to have the eyelashes and we've convinced them that they need that But gym. they clearly don't have gays in their life to manage that because none of us will ever let any of our friends look like that. Well, there's a stereotype. They probably have a yeah. shitty ass gay yeah. as a friend they who has have, no style, they clearly have no, no talent. Gay. Nope, they clearly have no gays <laughs> as their friend if they do that shit. I, you know. I refuse to believe that. You know what, this reminds me of a question that somebody asked earlier because it's it's the, the, the subculture leaking into the main culture and let me tell you why because Beyonce has been wearing lace fronts from mm. since all time and Mary J Blige was before her you know what yes. I'm saying and people and been wearing before that people been wearing yeah. I think RuPaul. RuPaul before that yeah eyelashes and doing the eyeliner thing like it was just um you know the models and the stars did it but now we have everybody wanting to have that you look be a celebrity but they can't afford it you know what I'm saying? Like, good eyelashes should feel like mink. You know what I'm saying? Or they should be mink. Or they should be mink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think people want to reflect what, what they see on TV, but they can't. They can't yeah. afford it. So Because yeah. all of that is for the stage, so that the cheap seats can see your Hello. eyelashes, Hello. not uh, in real person. Hello. So, tossing it, Isam Kamari, what do you want to talk shit I'll about? I'll let Isam go. Okay, so I want to talk shit about friends mm -hmm. who think mm -hmm. you might want their sloppy seconds oh right oh, so oh, if you shit. are going to oh introduce me oh to somebody oh oh let me tell you that that dick bet oh. not have ever been in your mouth oh. or your ass Ooh. and i damn sure don't want it oh. so the next time you even think don't about hooking me up with somebody don't you ever let me tell you about my story tell like my fairy tale, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my fairy tale of my prince, my shining knight in armor, yeah. does not come with his dick smashed into your mouth. <gasps> does not come <laughs> with his dick <laughs> smashed in your ass. So that every time we go to your house for drinks and for a ghetto gather, yeah. and you come sauntering in, yeah. I don't have to go, <sighs> didn't you nut in his mouth? <laughs> So, I'm going to talk shit about said friend. Oh. Don't you ever hook me up with someone that you have been intimate with. They don't need to see that face. I don't need, I don't need to have that image in my head. <laughs> I feel like there's a backstory here. There is. Is there a backstory here, Katana? I will fill it in real quick because we, we, we only got a minute left in this show. Please. I met this guy on Tinder. I thought he was really, I thought he was really cute. Uh -huh. We were talking and everything. And then we both determined <laughs> that we'd be sword fighters, right? So we, I realized that we didn't have sexual chemistry, but he was cool and I, and I liked him, right? And yeah. then I was like, oh my God, we aren't gonna have anything that isn't gonna happen. Um, so I have a friend that I think you might like like. Yeah. So we still continue to have like, we, we, like we had went out, we went to dinner and all of that stuff. And then coming home, instead of sending him home, I sent him back to my house and then, and then I ended up sucking his dick. Oh. But I still, I still. Oh. <laughs> I was still was gonna go hook him up with Isam, right? Mm. So apparently, wait, so apparently the dude had hit Isam up separately for whatever. Okay. And then while they were talking, the dude said, Oh, your boy Katabs oh, thought shit. that you'd be like oh, shit. good, right? So cool. So they talked, they like ended up meeting up or whatever. And then I was, and then when Isam called me to, to <laughs> ask me, oh, what's up with dude? I was like, oh yeah, here's what happened, here's how we met. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, you should know also, oh, I sucked his dick. And da -da -da -da. but like I and just da -da 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 -da. no bitch. I didn't I didn't think that that would preclude him from being a viable candidate for oh Isam. Like, it's a small world. Right. And I didn't think anything of it. You know what? I'm going to, like, <laughs> sacrifice my talking shit time just to chime in on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's how important this, this topic is. Um, this is going to be surprising, but I actually sat with my brother on this one. I knew you would. Do you? I knew you would. And, you're a whore and like me. 
It's because I think, <laughs> for one, we're in the app culture. And at some point, you're going to cross paths with someone who's fucking Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it helps if you don't know. But if you know, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like, I'm going to keep it real. Like, I've gone after people that my brother has been intimate with. Yeah. Okay. In the past. I didn't like it, though. And But you told me you liked it, so you're a liar, for first sex? of all. For sex or a relationship? I mean, it wasn't. Exactly. The former. Um, <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> the I will sleep with some. We, we were sleeping with the same person for the last two years. Yeah. Not the same time. Oh, where are we? Oh, oh, see, I wouldn't want the yes. same time. I definitely want the same time. But like the fact that my brother may have had somebody, it wouldn't necessarily stop me yeah. from like wanting them yes. sexually. It was um, very layered. If you as my friend tell me, oh, you'd be perfect for my friend. But this is also yeah. the same person that said, I don't like women, but he's still sleeping with them. Right. I right, don't do this, but right. I'm still doing it's it. Complex. For I'm no not reason. sexually attracted. We can't do nothing, but I'm gonna still sleep with you. It's like <laughs> so, we swore fighting, but we swore fighting, but I'm not interested. Right. But like the thought process of, oh, I have my friend would be so great for you. No. But before I give you him. Let me say. Right, right, right. That I wouldn't do that like, part. I, I was like, eh, if y'all would have just did it and then we magically met and connected later, but the, this the yeah, whole. But I yeah. also, I also didn't make the connection. Like, I, it happened without me being a part of it, and I just like had to. But you had the but thought. I, I did. Yeah, I did. But and, I, that, and that's what I told him. Right. I was like, well, you know what? Because he knew that there was a difference in how I was talking to him after I got the information. Because by then, yeah. I was like, oh, I really, saying, I'm good. Yeah. And he was like, what's good? And I was like, well. I must say, if you have that, like, if I was to ever try to hook up with somebody that my brother hooked up with, and when I saw okay. them, yeah, and, well, no, <laughs> yeah, again, and when I saw them, I kept having a visual of my brother naked, I'd be like, no. Like, the yeah. visual would, would fuck shit up for me. Yeah. So if you saw him, and you're thinking like, oh, I'm thinking about his dick in your mouth, or vice versa, that's gross. Well, that's our time together. <laughs> That's our time together. We hope to not only entertain you, but to provide you with some new or different perspective about the various topics we discuss. Join the conversation and share your thoughts on today's topic. Um, make sure you check us out on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, just give us a search for The Heathen's Guide to Life. And on IG, it's at Heathen's Guide, no apostrophe S. Make sure you go to our website, theheathensguide.com, theheathensguide.com, theheathensguide.com. Sign up for the mailing list, check out the archive of all of our shows, and buy some heathen merchandise. Also, look us up on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and subscribe. Leave a comment and share with your friends. Tune in next week for the final episode of season two of The Heathen's Guide to Life. It's so exciting. Bye. Bye, guys.